Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, brought to you by Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine Field Applied Innovation Center, with the man who, uh, he's ready to talk about sports today here. We got the sports nut himself, John Gutierrez. Welcome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again to another Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce community podcast show. I'm your host, Senior Vice President here, John Gutierrez. And with us today, we have another special guest, and we have this organization that is just doing some amazing work in the community. His name is George Sedan. He's the Executive Director of Veritas Education Foundation. He's the founder. And of course... Um, he also is very passionate, and the mission of this organization is that it's a basketball tool to advance the narrative of Latinos playing college basketball and beyond. Welcome, everybody, Mr. George Sedan. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. All right. So I know that this is an organization that uh, has been helping a lot of young Latinos mm-hmm. in the community, specifically High school students, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and yeah. So ahead. I'd love for you to share with us a little bit about you and how you got this started and how you got involved in doing all this, if you don't mind sharing that story. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I was really fortunate as a kid to have great mentors and great coaches in my life. Um, my story is not unlike any other story. I uh, grew up in Montebello, East LA area, single mom, and credit to her you know, had the, the, the wherewithal and the sense to like, Hey, I got to keep this guy busy. I got to, I got to keep him out of trouble. I got to keep him doing uh, something positive. So as seasons rolled around baseball, football, basketball, um, I was always involved. And one of the things that always resonated with me was how, how, how fortunate I was to have just great coaches and great mentors. Got to high school. I went to Montebello high school same scenario, freshman football, varsity football, uh, basketball, ran track, played baseball, and always just had really positive, um, you know, coaches in my life, coaches that were hard on me, coaches that would yell and scream, but overall, the message was always positive. And so I felt like, you know, as a kid, just, you know, kind of growing up rough and just didn't really have a lot going, that kind of centered me. And it it sort of motivated me to want to do something like that as I, as I got older. So got into coaching about 25 years ago. Um, started coaching um, my son's uh, youth basketball team. So I signed him up for the local uh, rec league, Montebello Golden State. So there's a little plug for them. Nice. But but they didn't have enough coaches. And so they called me and they said, hey, we noticed you signed up your son Ezra, but unfortunately he's not going to be able to play. Well, you know, I got up, you know, of course I'm young. I got up. So what do you mean he's not going to be able to play? And it's like, well, we don't have enough coaches. So I, being you know young and, and sort of cocky, just was like, oh, how hard you know how hard can it be? And so I said, yeah, I can coach, and they're oh, great. And I remember my my first year coaching record was uh, three three wins, sixteen losses, and one tie. So needless to say, I was it was not a very good start. <laughs> it was a tough season. <laughs> tough season, tough season, and then you fell in love with it, though. Fell in love with it. I didn't understand, you know, I didn't play basketball in college. I didn't grow up playing basketball at, at a high level. So I didn't have a network. I didn't have all these kind of relationships. So 
having to learn sort of from the ground up, it was almost like learning another language. But you're right. I did I did fall in love with it. And, and coaching is very different than actually when you're playing sports. Because I know I, just like you, I grew up playing football, basketball, and running track. And and I coached later my nephew's sports. It's a whole different world, wouldn't you say that? From being an athlete to being an actual coach, right? It, it definitely made me realize how terrible I was as a high school basketball player. Because <laughs> I thought I was doing well. I thought I was listening. I thought... This coach doesn't know what he's doing, but it, it turns out the coach was right back, back in those days. But yeah, it's it's a completely different perspective. And I like to compare it on the show that we have here on the podcast show to sometimes we meet um, business owners in our chamber, of course, that um, they'll say to me, you know, growing up, I was a really hard worker. So when I started my business, it was very difficult on now managing people. It's a whole different t- when you have to manage people and, and lead people, it's very different than you doing it yourself, right? And I would say coaching is very similar to that from you being an athlete to now you being a coach. Yeah. Well, one of the things that helped me, it's kind of odd, it's, it's, it's very windy, but you know, when USC had it rolling with Pete Carroll, a really good friend of mine, fellow Montebello High School grad, was in charge of the academics uh, for USC football. And so I was able to go to a bunch of practices and go to a bunch of games. And I just always admired the way they were organized. Organized chaos is what you call it. You know, it was fast, it was competitive, and and it was engaging. And and I always wanted to structure our team and our practices around, hey, what would I want to do? If I was a kid, what what would I like to be? What what sort of practices? But yeah, it is it's not easy. That 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 that's I think you I think you bring up a very valid point because you just said something very interesting. When you see how the top coaches and elite programs, how they run things, like like Johnny on the spot, right? Like a very, you can see the difference between that program and maybe other programs that are just kind of like everybody's coming out there. They're kind of like, ah, whatever, let's get ready, right? Absolutely. You can see the difference, right? And yeah, I had a conversation with Jay Wright, who who won a couple national championships as head coach at Villanova. And one of the things he stressed was like, when I step out on those lines, I'm not walking out with my sandals on. I'm not walking out with my Starbucks and, hey, we're starting at 9.05, you know, but I'll, I'll get there at 9.15. It's it's pretty much go time. And so that's one of the things I've really taken pride in as far as developing structure and practices and, and holding kids accountable and trying to make it as fun as, as possible as well. Share with us and for everybody listening, this <clears throat> is not just your everyday I don't want to say like after school program or after school league. This is an elite group of athletes that you guys are coaching, that you're preparing. Um, obviously, student athletes because you're dealing with high school students. But these are like the cream of the crop, right? Absolutely. So, you know, I'll back up a little bit. The first and foremost, it's a very unique program in that we are emphasizing Latinos in basketball. So that sounds like a very interesting statement when you start talking to people um, about promoting Latinos in basketball, they're kind of like, wait a minute, you know, what, what exactly we're, we're so short or, you know, we're, we dominate soccer, we dominate baseball. And my thought was, yeah, if we dominate soccer and we can dominate baseball, why not basketball? If we can build an apparatus that allows players to develop, to grow, you know, sim- similar to Jaime Hawkins. And, and we spoke offline about that, John, you know, Jaime comes from a great family, comes from a great situation he had stability, obviously he has size and, and, and talent, but there's a, a bunch of Jaime Hawkes out there, and those stories are, are, are yet to be told. 
But to answer your question, yeah, we, we run a program called Veritas Academy. We host kids from ninth grade through 12th grade, Latinos from both the U.S. and outside of the U.S. So currently we have kids from Colombia, from Ecuador, from Argentina, uh, from Dominican Republic, and, and we train them, we school them, we teach them the, the game of basketball, and then we use basketball as a tool to further their education. And really, you know, making it to the NBA, making it to professional basketball is the ultimate goal, and, and we want our kids to chase that. But at the end of the day, if we can just get them educated and get them acclimated to, to the U.S. culture, they're going to change the trajectory of their uh, of their lives. And a couple of stats, you know, we're, we're going into year six. We have a 100% graduation rate, and we have a 100% college uh, placement rate. So it's a very unique program. Well, I think that it's important that all of us listening or, or viewing out there that you obviously appreciate that it's not just sports. It's also the fact that you're making sure these young men are being prepared for the next step in life, right? Absolutely. I mean, we want to win. We want to compete. We want. We want to have great experiences. We want to have a lot. A lot of fun doing it. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, if if we can allow a kid to get to to college, get a scholarship, get his degree, and then go into whatever field or whatever business they're they're interested in, then we've done our job, and and we've done it, uh, and we've done it uh, to to the best of our ability. I know you shared with me that you have a gala or gala coming up this weekend. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, it's at Hotel Indigo in uh, downtown L.A. Can you share with our listeners what the the event is about and, you know, what is the goal of it? Obviously, if anybody wants to participate or sponsor or come and attend, can you share with everybody what that is? Yeah, I really appreciate you. And, and I we we still can't figure out if it's gala or gala, right? <laughs> so, well, if anyone... Tomato, tomato. That's what Paul said exactly. earlier. So... So we have our second annual gala uh, this year. Last year we had it in Anaheim, so I think we're kind of switching back and forth between Orange County and, and, and Los Angeles. But Hotel Indigo, right near the Staples Center, this Saturday, August 19th. Uh, I believe it starts at 6 p.m. And the idea behind the gala is obviously to have a great time, but raise money for a great cause, Veritas Education Foundation. So you mentioned our players, and they're unique and they're special, but all of them are, are on scholarship. And obviously, it, it, it costs to, to house, to school, to feed, to train. It's a pretty big, uh, big, big endeavor. And so our goal is to kick off our school year with the bang and, and try to raise as much money for our program as possible. Well, and I know that for those of you listening that are members of our chamber or the community, these events, for those of you that normally don't intend these, attend these kind of events, they're also great networking events because we put on every year ours at the Disneyland Hotel our big gala that we do with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And they're just a great opportunity to go network. And the reason why I say that is because you got some pretty big stakeholders and hotshots that are part of your board. Can you share a little bit about who these people are? Because if anybody wanted to come out and sponsor and support, they're going to run into these big, big heavy hitters, right? Uh, absolutely. We, we've been very fortunate, and I use that word, you know, to the nth degree, like we're super, super lucky. Um, you know, everybody has a COVID story and everybody has, uh, you know, tough situations, tough times, families, you know, uh, with, with losses. But one of the things that COVID allowed me to do because the world was shut down, it allowed me to get out and talk to people and share 
um, our story and share what we were trying to accomplish. And one of the individuals that I was able to meet with um, who's become a great friend and a great mentor over the past few years is Gary Acosta, who's one of the most, you know, probably top 25 influential Hispanics uh, in the United States. Um, he, he runs NAREP, which is the largest uh, trade organization in the country, and he's based out of San Diego. So his son played for an organization that I that I helped uh, coach and helped run, you know, previous years. So we kind of shook each other's hands. I wouldn't say we were friends, but I knew he was a Montebello alumni. And so I, I kind of just stored the name and, and, and the phone number in my in my memory bank. That's called networking. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. Um, I never thought that. But if you past- don't store it, right, you don't follow up, you don't connect. Yeah. And look what he's become to the program. Absolutely. And and, and so uh, we actually met, you know, during the height of COVID and we were masked up and gloves and sitting, you know, 20 feet apart. And I shared the vision and finally he's like, well, what do you need? And I'm like, oh, I, I need support. I need I need people to get our you know our message out. And he he, he loved the idea, and uh, yeah, he's been a huge uh, stakeholder, huge supporter of the event. Shout out to Gary Acosta. Uh, absolutely. And then this this Saturday, we're honoring Gary's business partner in a in a venture called Latitude, which is sort of like a South by Southwest, but for Latinos. And so, if you could ever participate in in Latitude, I, I mean, for me, it was a life changing experience. It's a conference for 10,000 people and yes. business, tech, entrepreneurs. Is this the one that had Alex Rodriguez or something like they've that? They've had Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Last year, President Obama kind of closed the show. Huge event. Ridiculously uh, amazing. And when you see- Actually, pe- one of our board members, I think Patty Juarez, was actually at one of those because uh, okay. she's with Wells Fargo. Okay. And they were one of the big sponsors and supporters. I saw that whole thing. Yeah. Wow. So this is so he's his business partner is part of this whole thing. So his business partner, uh, one of them is is Saul Trujillo, and we're very fortunate that Saul has has be, become a, a a stakeholder. His wife sits on our board, um, and we're honoring Saul and Corinne Trujillo this Shout Saturday. out to them. Yeah. So a, a, absolutely. And then the other person we're honoring is Earl Watson. Played in the NBA for yes. thirteen years. UCLA legend. That's right. Um, half black, half Mexican. So is he uh, half Mexican? Yeah, I didn't is. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, UCLA Bruin. I we got a Ruben Franco, our president, is a graduate from UCLA. So yeah, I gotta let him know that that you guys are honoring. Man, he's gonna want to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's gonna be a big time event. We're really excited, and we're trying to uh, just you know get the message out. How many people do you expect at this event? Um, I think we'll end up with like 150. Okay. 150 people. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not a huge... Black tie? Uh, Is it like a black tie? Black tie, but okay. also, I mean, it's LA, right? So yes. some people wear jeans and a polo and some people... <laughs> last year we had... Hollywood! Some, <laughs> we had some people in tuxedos. And then there'll also be a couple of surprise NBA guests... Can't announce who it is, but we can't uh, say those names. But some key people will be there. Exactly. So buy some tickets, get a table, sponsor, support. Where can they find the opportunity to support you? What, 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 for so, the gala or mm-hmm. for future for, events? For, for the gala right now, it's uh, it's really long, but it's veritaseducationfoundation.org. Veritaseducationfoundation.org. And then right now we have the website just directing you to the site for purchase of tickets or tables or you know sponsorship opportunities and there's also a silent auction with with a bunch of really cool items as well that is awesome now for those of you just tuning in we're with george sedan who's the executive director of veritas education foundation he's one of the founders there or are you the first founder that started it i started the program okay so the founder 
um, which is a that their mission is to use basketball as a tool to advance the narrative of Latinos playing college basketball and beyond. And they've helped pretty much provide not only a platform for basketball but also for education absolutely which i think is very important that that we continue to let people know this is not just basketball which basketball is the key component and i've gone on your on your site there and i saw the athletes and the information you sent me i mean some of these guys are like six foot eight six foot six i mean you're not your typical latinos you know these are some big kids from all around the world yes absolutely and that and that's sort of um our, our 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 goal is to narrow the starting point you know basketball and athletics and this may or may not be popular but in my opinion basketball and all sports in the u.s have become middle class sports and so when you take a kid sleeping on dirt floors in colombia or a kid in panama that instead of going to school full-time has to work on the streets do some school work and then try to play basketball you're never going to get to the level that you need to to get to even if you're talented and so we're just trying to narrow that starting point, whether you're a U.S.-born Latino kid or, or a, a, a foreign-born Latino kid. And we want to provide you know, elite training, you know, make sure they're eating every day, elite opportunities for education. And, I mean, case in point, our best player last year, Marquis Worthy, had a 4.2 GPA. Wow. He's an Orange County Santa Ana kid, uh, half good, black, half Mexican. Good for him. Played uh, center on his high school team. And we made him a point guard over the course of uh, two, three years. How tall is he? He's 6'2", six 6'3". Six wow. And, you know, 4.2 GPA. He's he's uh, uh, headed to UMass. He has a chance to be their starting point guard as a, as a freshman. Can be. But, yes, exactly. I grew up watching Can See? Be exactly. during my days in the 90s. Some of you might not know, but UMass had some, some teams. I don't know how they're doing now, but... They had some teams in the final four, right? Yes. They're trying to bring it back. They hired legendary coach Frank Martin, Cuban-American. Okay. He's the only Latino to lead his team to the final four in, in NCAA history. Okay. So he's going into year two. He supports our program immensely. And uh, Marquis, uh, well, talking about, like you said, more than basketball, uh, he's going to major in sports marketing and sports management. Good for him. And it's the number one sports management school in the country. So to talk about educate, it, it's it's a, it's a really big deal when we start talking about things like that. I know you and I had talked about uh, over the phone when we first had this conversation. And for me, basketball is very dear to my heart. In fact, we just did another kind of re-grand opening of the Santa Boys Club where I grew up. And I told the story at the event last week when I was there to the to the directors there, I said, when I was seven years old, I walked into this boys club and most kids went to play pool, bumper pool, ping pong, right? They were doing... Was it caroms? Was it was it caroms too, right? Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that a game? Yeah. Like a- <laughs> yeah, the boys club had all these games, right? And I would walk in the club and literally walk straight to the basketball gym. And I tell them the story of, my dad was growing up old school. He worked late, right? Just wasn't couldn't be there for us all the time. He was just working really hard. Mm-hmm. And so instead of me being in the streets, I would go to the club and I would go play basketball with my friends, right? And I remember when they would take all the kids to go swimming at Santa High School at the pool in this big bus, I used to love staying in the in the gym by myself mm-hmm. and just shooting, you know, hearing the ball, right? Just shooting and just shooting. And for me, I didn't realize until as an adult that it became therapeutic for me. Absolutely. Right? And this is something Kobe Bryant talks about. A lot of famous athletes talk about. Being in a gym by yourself. 
stuff. This this happened with Equinox mm-hmm. Gym. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm shooting hoops, and as I'm shooting there by myself, who walks in? AC Green wow. from the LA Lakers. Right. This is like legend. Eight, yeah, <laughs> like eight nine years ago, and we end up becoming friends. We start doing, you know, charity events together. We start doing kids leadership camps. But how basketball, we, we talk about that, me and AC now, how basketball brought us together. He introduced me to some doctors that now do business with me. Wow. Right? And so basketball is not just a sport, folks. It's way bigger. Right? Than it's way bigger. It, it's therapeutic. Yeah. It's business. It's it's a lot more than just the game. You, you could be having, or me personally, I could be having a rough day. Things could be going wrong. It could There could be a bunch of... Uh, situations but the minute you step onto the court and the minute you get to practice you see our kids you see our guys we, we get into the into the mix like you said they're ther- therapeutic is is a perfect word for it what i love about the game and and i for those of you that follow basketball know this people don't realize that there's five players on the court right but a good example is you know dennis rodman couldn't really shoot the ball couldn't really score but the guy out-rebounded anybody. Mm-hmm. You have different roles for different players, right? Absolutely. Steph Curry handles all the shooting. Clay Thompson's is like wingman and shooting. Yep. But then you got the guys that got to hit the boards. You got mm-hmm. the scrapplers that are doing this, right? So it's putting together, gelling together a team, just like in business, right? Abs- absolutely. Everybody has to have a very defined role. Everyone has a job. If there's one person not doing their job, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's very obvious. So yeah, it, to your point, there are tons and tons of parallels between sports, basketball, and 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 business. You have a leader, you have a coach, you you, you have uh, development. I mean, there's all these different things that uh, that uh, go go into it. And I think that's why a lot of kids that play college basketball or athletes that play, you know, they're sought after in the business world because they know how to be structured and follow a schedule. And yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. Okay, you're the founder of this organization. Mm-hmm. So the question I'm going to ask you is, what is the vision? What is the goal? What do you see, coach? Yeah. Right? Put me in, coach. Okay. What do you see, coach, So the future of this organization? Giant vision. Um, get Gary, get, touching on Gary. Gary. Gary wrote a blog maybe a year ago that uh, put it out there that, you know, we believe that the NBA could be 10 to 15% Latino in the next 15 years. Wow. Exactly. Everyone would laugh at that, right? But there's never been an apparatus to to plan that, to organize that, to get everyone together. And we at Veritas want to be that organization that, that sort of brings everyone together. So uh, recently we secured a Nike Elite High School uh, sponsorship. Uh, there's only 180 of those in the in the country. There's, there's about 50,000 high schools participating in basketball. And to say that uh, we're one of 180 is, is an amazing accomplishment. Uh, and I'm super thankful for everyone involved in that. The league that we're playing in, it's called the NIBC. It's going to be a Nike-sponsored league. It's 12 of the top teams in the country. That is, uh, uh, you know, Oak Hill, IMG, Montverde Academy. These are just churning out NBA players every single year. So now we're playing at the highest level. Matter of fact, the league, when we play our first game, let's say in November, the first Mexican kid will be in that league. So we're making history. So short-term goal is to continue to grow our foundation. And it's a cute story that we have five or six kids get college scholarships every year. My vision is to get 15 or 20 into college basketball per year. Because then you start changing people. You change the narrative when you see names like Hernandez and Gonzalez and Yes. Then it becomes Jaquez. Then it's like, oh, shoot, there's three or four of those kids 
versus, oh, UCLA has one and there's one in the entire Pac-12. So we want to, you know, focus on that. And then long term, we, we want to build in the next five years a, a big time campus that's not only catering to, to uh, athletics, but academics. And we want the tilt to be towards advancing Latinos in, in all sports. And so becomes basketball, then baseball, then soccer, then golf, then tennis. And, uh, you know, our, our goal is to build an IMG West. I don't know if that makes sense, but yes. IMG Academy in, in Bradenton, Florida, uh, is sort of the, 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 the goal and the peak, uh, for, for Veritas. Yeah. And for those listening, please support an organization like this because this is what it's about building young men to yes be great athletes but also be great leaders in the community because you're providing a platform that's providing education right you know i I know you talked about the 4.2 student that you guys have and um, a lot of these young men basketball will prepare them for the business world 100%. 100%. Right? 100%. Matter of fact, we we have uh we've implemented a program so we have the the basketball which is top 0.01% in the country. We have the the schooling which is 100% graduation rate, 100% college placement rate, and now we're focused on the business side of things. So depending on what each player is interested in, some are interested in tech, some are interested in, interested in fashion, some are interested in business we're matching our players with CEOs. Nice. And so we have a follow the CEO program that uh, we started last year. And so a few of our kids are actually being mentored by business owners, by people in fashion, by people in, in, in tech. You know, so it's a very unique, it's, it's bigger than basketball. Well, it goes to show, you said earlier in your story that you had great mentors mm-hmm. growing up and it inspired you to start this. Right. What will it do to them? Right. As far as them being mentored. Right. And I just want to say, while we're, we're still on the show here and I know we're almost closing out here, you know, thank you. Thank you as a coach for what you're doing, because I see coaches no different than teachers. Absolutely. You know, uh, you're teaching every day. Yeah. And you have to put together just like a teacher. You have to put up, put together a curriculum. Mm-hmm. You have to put a game plan. Right. I know AC Green talks about this at his leadership camps that we did, and that was a that that's such a hard thing. Every day, you're coming up with a game plan, a curriculum, just mm-hmm. like a teacher. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of time, folks. Yeah. A lot of time, it's right? A, it's it's more than a full time, a full time uh, job. Yeah, for sure. A lot of dedication. A lot of dedication. A lot of commitment. But like like people always talk about, find what you love, find what you're passionate about, and so it's 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 an exciting exciting time for us and i wake up every day excited to uh so you love what you're doing love what i'm doing just trying to get better yeah well thank you george um i know that um you know again we want to make sure we plug in that this weekend at hotel indigo in downtown la you will be having your uh, fundraiser your gala Mm -hmm. that benefits the foundation and you know again please get some tickets um sponsor Go to the silent auction, uh, support this great organization, which, by the way, like we talked about earlier, there's going to be some some pretty top hitters there like Gary Acosta and Mr. Sol Trujillo, right? There's going to be some pretty heavy hitters there this weekend. You'll, you'll have more than half a dozen uh, current and former NBA players. You have some of the leaders in business. We have individuals from J.P. Morgan that uh, are sponsoring. We have yeah, a lot, lot of very successful business owners, a lot of networking opportunities there for sure.
I just want to say, George, thank you for being here. We really appreciate you reaching out to us. And of course, our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is here to provide any support and resources you all need. And, you know, who knows? Well, maybe we'll be building one of these huge centers, like you said, out here Absolutely. In, in the next couple of years, right? Without, without. Um, and, and anyone else you want to make sure we, we plug or thank or just give a shout out to that's been part of your team and making this all happen no i mean i think we've covered some of the some of the stakeholders my, my coaches are, are are tremendous shout out um, to the coaches all the assistants <laughs> exactly. right i know who you hey you guys do that hard work right yeah and i just want to say the trainers trainers coaches <laughs> yes um counselors yeah it's it's a it's a huge endeavor but yeah i think for me i just want to say thank you to you i'm hoping to build a relationship really excited to do some work and and have our kids uh, and players get involved with 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 your organization and to the extent that we can give back as well uh, we're, we're very very excited well continue all success we wish you all the best this weekend at the gala um, hopefully uh, maybe some of us can go and run into some of these cool NBA guys that we can't talk about that are gonna be there <laughs> uh, but more than more than anything go rub elbows with some some key leaders in the community and support a good cause and meet these young men. I'm assuming these young men are going to be there. You'll right? leave the tables astonished. I mean, our kids say please and thank you. They look you in the eye. They shake your hand. They're 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 truly thankful for the opportunity. So it's it's sort of a throwback um, to how things maybe used used to be. So any opportunity we get to meet our uh, to introduce our kids to people, that everyone comes away very impressed. Hey. That's enough said right there because that we're losing a lot of that today, right? So, again, George, thank you for being here, executive director, uh, founder of Veritas uh, Education Foundation. We wish you all the best this weekend and in the future. And, you know, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. And, all right, folks, that's going to be our show today. Uh, we want to remind you to please continue to tune in. We do have our chamber state uh, convention that is on right now wednesday thursday friday and continue to follow us at ochcc which is our instagram and our orange county hispanic chamber of commerce facebook page and we'll see you next week with another great guest take care folks well there you have it one more reason to tune in each and every time to our community the hispanic business community here in orange county Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.